Okay, uh, this week we are shimmying on in. <laughs> okay, I'll start over. <laughs> okay, this week we're jumping on into a, 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 a music biopic. It's all the rage these days. A film that uh, explores um, the rise to fame, mm. dealing with that fame, power, mm. uh, manipulation from certain people, mm-hmm. um, hip shaking. Is it moral, immoral music? I, of course, am talking about Elvis, the pelvis. Film that chronicles the, the rise and fall and rise again, ultimate death of the greatest uh, selling solo artist of all time and uh, uh, widely known as the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. All that is good and well. Hunter. Yes. The question remains, though. Mm. But is Elvis good? The movie or the, like music? But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, welcome the movie. to episode. Da 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 da. Welcome back to Bounty Sports Southeast. Welcome to episode 81 of But Is a Good Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host. What? This is my 81 year old voice. Oh, gotcha. Zach Olson. And. She's not here right now, but Whiskey is upstairs, actually, in my room, snoozing. She's not in that duffel bag? What? No. There's a duffel bag over here <laughs> that's, that's usually of, that's not here. full of, like, music stuff. Oh, okay. Pedals and cables and stuff. No, Whiskey's upstairs. She's she's sleeping. She's been snoozing up there, so I just kind of let her do her own thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> off the top, housekeeping. Um... Is that a dog or is that that's a dog? It's a dog. Uh, we established a little while ago that Werther's caramels are very, very good. We were talking about, because I I, I came in here, yep. sat down to record the podcast, and I had eaten too much pizza. Yes. So I had to undo my belt and yes. unbutton my pants, and we got talking about how... Because I followed up with saying that I had Chick-fil-A, which usually mm-hmm. is fine, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like bleh. Yeah, well, the reason I feel like bleh is because I eat entirely too much, but we were just talking about <laughs> getting older... <laughs> and we not being able to do what we, we used can't eat what we used to. We used to mm-hmm. like throw down an all star waffle house mm-hmm. and be fine. Drink four cups of coffee and go lay down, and yep, go to bed, and go to sleep. And Zach, off the cuff, jokingly said, "Because I was like, we gotta have some tapioca pudding." Tapioca pudding. pudding. I said, well, "You gotta get some Werther's." And, then and we're, we were both like, "Those are delicious." And I was like, "I love Werther's. Those are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good." Um, and then other housekeeping news. Uh, once again, we're not doing the film men. <laughs> <because> <laughs> We were actually told a good friend of the pod, Ethan, um, who may or may not be coming back as a guest next week. Shh. Mm-hmm. Uh, not next week, next month, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know that it looks, I don't think it's been officially announced, but it looks like uh, Men is going to be streaming like literally, like literally next week. Yeah. So we thought, screw it. <laughs> we'll do it next next month. We're not going to, you know, bust ourselves open. What was I trying to say? I don't know what you were trying to say. I didn't do it this time. I know you did. That was it. all you. <laughs> we weren't going to like kill ourselves to try and go see this movie. <laughs> I didn't want to say that phrase either. That's what it was. We're going to bust ourselves <laughs> wide open <laughs> for men. 
That's what you were trying to say. I mean, who else would we do it for? Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, the movie's playing at only one theater in the entire state of Georgia. Yeah. And so I would work on a, you know, which would have been a pain. And, and, and it's playing at like in the middle of the day or like 1030 at night. And so what, what was the last one that I couldn't stop laughing at? Happy ending. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I cut that out. Dr. Wu's happy no. ending. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> what kind of laugh is that? It's not even real. Anyway, um, so we're going to do... Uh, it was real. We're going to do Men uh, next month. Uh, we are going to do the movie. Um, <laughs> get out. Get out. No, we're, we're not doing Get Out. We're doing we're Nope. Do, we're doing... Yeah, next week we're doing Nope. That's about, good job. Applause. So this week, uh, instead, we decided to do Elvis. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any, any other housekeeping. Oh, we had our first video almost hit 10,000 views on so Instagram. <laughs> so it's not a benchmark. <laughs> it's Wait, almost a benchmark. It's almost a benchmark. <laughs> we, <laughs> we almost had a benchmark. They'd be like, I was so excited. oh, I have a big announcement. <laughs> I almost won an award. <laughs> yes. I was really excited. I was, almost got a new job, you know? Yeah, Zach's uh, video for Movie in a Minute, mm-hmm. Movie in a Minute of Thor it hit what ninety six hundred, so that means mm-hmm. I think eventually it'll it'll hit ten thousand. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm so glad how do mine how do mine do compared to yours? Much better, because <laughs> <laughs> you're funnier than I am. On that note, though, does the algorithm know that I'm funny? I think so. Well, it's like it's all about like the reaction, like watch time, and okay. So I guess they just see me. And they're like, no, no, scroll, <laughs> keep scrolling. <laughs> uh, forehead. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very I'm sorry, moment. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, that's very exciting. Uh, so mm-hmm. on that note, please like, subscribe, follow, share. I have a, an error. Leave a, leave a review. I have an error to Shh. fix. What is uh, it? From last week. Oh, it was God. my error. You okay. didn't do anything wrong this I time. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last week we were discussing, I don't, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was talking about the scene from Indiana Jones where he's driving on the tank. And then he they like drive off the cliff. I said that that scene was from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, is that from uh, Crystal Skulls? No, uh, that's the ants. Something about an ants in that one. Remember, <laughs> my mistake. Now, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> it was not Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was the Last Crusade. My brother was listening to the episode, and he called you. Let and me said, have it. You a king moron. He, he called me a big fuckhead. <laughs> I'm a big fuckhead. And um, so I'd like to amend Christmas food? amend that. <laughs> I mean, you ever heard of eggs? It's got eggs. You, you ever, ever had eggs? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. They're sick. <laughs> they're sick. Oh, please go look up Auntie Donna. They're so funny. All right. Anyway, focus. Elvis. Elvis the Elvis. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I guess it's my episode, right? So I'll start uh, mm-hmm. briefly. Um, Spoiler free, so there's no spoilers yet. Um, first thoughts on Elvis. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very thorough. I thought the cast was great. Everybody did a great job. Uh, the, the performances are, are, are stellar. It's heavily stylized, so you have to kind of know that going in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was directed by the same guy who did Great, great Gatsby, which when you see it makes perfect sense. I thought it was a really cool way of telling the story. It felt relevant. It didn't feel like I was like, oh, this is happening 70 years ago. This felt like it was relevant still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was, was very well done. It was very long. Yeah. And this was a film that, to me, did feel long. I don't know if I needed to see all of that. There was, that's a lot of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm, it's not 
you know, a golden good for me, but it was it was it was good. And okay. How about you? Okay. Um spoiler free. Uh, overall I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um I I'm from Memphis, so I feel like the story of Elvis is just like Beale Street part of my DNA, yeah. right? Um this film is very stylized and I'm not sure I'm a f- I'm I'm a proponent of the style. Okay. Um the pacing was insane. Yeah. Like it was so fast and there were all these montages just like four moving pictures on the screen at the same time and these like motion track like it was just like it was obvious CGI but it was just like whoosh, flip over here and then whoosh, flip over yeah. there and that kind of stuff like I don't know maybe it's my ADD but I'm like what is going on yeah. and I'm not like focusing on the on what is going on yeah um a lot of simultaneous uh, storylines there was you you were talking about the performances were amazing <laughs> Austin Butler did an amazing job yep. in this film and next to him is Tom Hanks who I expected to do an amazing job but I just kept thinking like this guy's got a funky accent and he's in a fat suit like yeah what was funny is well and we can get into this later I saw a picture of Colonel Tom Parker, mm-hmm. and it actually is pretty spot on. Sure, but could they have found someone? Who, like, do they have to put Tom Hanks in a fat suit? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. You but know what I mean? Like, I don't know. My favorite for him is that sometimes he was hard to understand. We, well, yeah. But, anyways, uh, overall enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, I love the story. Yeah. The way it was told. Eh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I hit my elbow. Are you that's, okay? It's indicative. Are you okay? It's like I'm having a good time, and then ow. Do we need to go to the hospital? My funny bone. <laughs> Are you okay? There were points in this film that felt like a horror movie. <laughs> like in the first third, there were a couple of screams that felt like just like pure terror. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there as well. Um, but okay, cool. Uh, so briefly, I just want to kind of set this up. What I would like to do mm-hmm. as we get into spoilers here, um, I do want to talk about the film. And all that and how it was done and how, you know, what it kind of showed. Um, I'd, I'd also like to, to, towards the end, if, if we remember and have time, kind of compare fact versus fiction, which I think is always fascinating in these kind of biopics. Mm-hmm. Like what actually happened, what didn't happen, that kind of stuff. And also, I want to kind of touch on, this might be kind of sprinkled out throughout the, the, the uh, episode. It's just sort of like, the re- like how, this, how real this was. Because I was, I was explaining to Hannah... Uh, just like the reactions that you're mentioning, the screams. I was like, yeah. this was how it was. Well, sure. And I want to kind of talk about like what he did for music and culture. It was really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but before I do that, I have the ultimate task of movie in a minute. But before you do that, we need to look over the horizon. Oh, I see it. What it's, is that? It's a spoiler. Oh shit! It's coming. Is that Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe? Uh, oh no no! Look the other way. Don't look over there. That's that's messed up lighthouse over there. What's over there? It's a spoiler. A spoiler. It's attached to the back of a 1999 Mitsubishi Eclipse, and it's r- racing. It's a spoiler. Are those what those are called? Yeah, yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Spoilers. I was about to say, did you not play Need for Speed Underground? <laughs> I don't think I did. Really? Yeah. Let's get your time, man. See, I was never into like c- car games. Well, you know my brother, so mm-hmm. that is why I was into car he, games. He's into car games. I was more into dirt bike games. Oh, dude. Like, uh, what it was that one? Least? What, is Where it you'd, the... like, ride off the map and it like, like, shoot you back. just, like, catapult you into... <laughs> you like, a ragdoll. <laughs> great games, man. Uh, All right, cool. Yeah, those were cool. And yeah. then, like, like skate or, like, Tony Hawk. 
Yeah, never Pro Skater. Really? Not really. Episode on the cruise or episode the the level that was like on the cruise ship it was awesome. I never got into those, but um, it is that time. Did you bring your jersey? <laughs> you. <laughs> Why don't you just come over to my home? Okay, I'll do that. I'll, one day, I'll, I'll just come over to your home one day. Just come to my home. I'm wearing my brave shirt, as you can see. Well, I want you to know <laughs> what that I'm not wearing my brave okay. shirt. Here you go. Um, this is a movie in a minute. Well, can you time me? Or I, I can do it myself. No, I got it. <laughs> I'm out of sorts. Um, okay, this is Elvis. I pulled up my calculator. <laughs> Am I high? You, you, I'm not. I mean... I'm not. Um, Elvis, movie in a minute. Ready? Lock. In three, two... Are, are you ready? <laughs> no, let me count it down. All right, now I'm ready. Okay. Elvis, movie in a minute. In three, two... One go. Okay, so it's present day ish, and this dude like flatlines, and he goes to the hospital. It's it's Tom Parker. He's telling the story about how he f- found this kid and made him Elvis, and then all this kind of stuff. He's like hallucinating. He's in a casino. Might not be real. Might not. Who goes? Anyway, fifties or earlier. This young boy. Uh, well, no, hold on. He's Tom Parker is in a carnival. This mm-hmm. guy's on the radio. Uh, he goes to see him. Good Lord. And he makes the crowd go crazy, so he takes him under his wing and promotes him as Elvis the Pelvis, not really. But then he becomes this global phenomenon, uh, but also like this controversial guy because he shakes his hips. Uh, but he's also like taking his money and kind of ke- ke- you know keeping things kind of shady. Um, and then shit. And then Elvis becomes the biggest star in the world. He gets married, also gets on drugs. And so he's like having a tough time, but Tom Barker's like, oh, you can't go outside. Whatever. Stuff happens. He comes back in the 70s. He goes to war, comes back in seven days, and then he's even bigger. Uh, he wants to go tour around the world, but Tom Barker's like, no, i got to stay at this hotel because then I can make money. And then stuff happens, and he dies at the age of 42. Wow. That was awful. No, it was, what? It's amazing. It was amazing. It's amazing. Didn't say anything about the cultural impact or, <laughs> or you know, where, a, where he got his influence from. I only had a minute. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. A three-hour movie. A three-hour movie. In a minute. Felt, felt like a three-hour movie. All right. Yeah, it did. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. So, um, what do you think of it being told from Tom Parker's perspective? Not a fan. Really? Yeah, personally, not a fan. Um, the movie's called Elvis, but like, there's always this narration in the background, like, but I was the writer who was pulling the string. That's not his <laughs> accent at all. It's but not that far off, though. We're going to go with it. <laughs> it was me. Yeah, but I feel like he would be nothing without me. And there were, but at the same time, there were certain sequences where uh, Colonel Tony Parker was not Tony? there. Tony? Colonel Todd Packer, Tom, Tom Parker, Tom Parker. Yeah. Um, where were we? Well, I was saying like uh, it being from um, Tom Parker's perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's tricky though because like. For someone like Elvis, not just that Elvis, but like I guess, yeah, someone, if it, it mean like a biopic, can you really tell it from their perspective, or do you, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of, inter- I, I don't know. What, what was this? What was the perspective of um, the Queen biopic? I guess it would have been more about Freddie. Right. I'm trying to think of Rocket Man, but that was more. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Mm-hmm. 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 But this one is told from. Lieutenant Tom Petty's perspective, like. Are you gonna keep changing his name? <laughs> well, maybe. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, 
what'd you, I mean, did you, this is, this movie is kind of, t- I don't know if we can go straight through it because it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, but on that note, like, did you like how it was presented? Like, cause it kind of went back and forth. We start where Tom Parker, Tom Petty, Tom Packard is, uh, who are you talking about? You're talking about, uh, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he's dying. Like he's yeah. in the hospital. He's really old. Uh, he's still in Vegas. Um, and then we kind of go back to when he's in the carnival, but Elvis mm-hmm. is like probably like 20-ish. Right. And then it even goes back farther. Sure. So. I don't mind the time jumping. Okay. I don't mind that. Um, <coughs> that was a very <coughs> it a, cu- aggressive cough. <laughs> it, it snuck up on me. Um, but so there's these little interludes, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like in between the story because the story is being told by, by uh, Todd Phillips. And, <laughs> but like we get these weird, like we're going to run out of names. <laughs> we're not going to run out of names. I have a full list. Oh my God. Do you really have <laughs> names that are TP for the initials? It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> All right. But we get these like weird montages or like these weird sequences where he's like running through the casino and he's got his, like obviously it's like a hallucination or something, right? Yeah, like it's I was his, like, his is mind. he in purgatory? <laughs> like, what's happening? I'm. I, I didn't. I don't know if I needed that. You yeah, know, it like it's kind of strange because because he's like is he's the story about him. Are there any redeeming not really. factors about him? So like, why are we telling it from his perspective? But also, I mean, maybe because he's the one who survived. You know, maybe. But it, in those moments where it's like hallucinations, the boy who lived. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, 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 he's he's also like breaking the fourth wall, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Where he's like. Saying stuff like he's like, oh well, it happened this way, and it's like you're talking to us, and it, so yeah. that's interesting. Um, yeah, I think for me, when it first showed Elvis as a boy as a comic book, mm-hmm. remember that is when I was like, okay, this is like gonna be super stylized, super because mm-hmm. like all the time and dates, like the year and the date, was all very much like it reminded me of like. It was like Suicide Squad, but I can't remember which one it was. The, the good one or the bad one. We're like, I think it was the bad one. No, no, I think it was the good Suicide Squad. The bad one did not have any cartoonification. No, no, I'm I'm saying like when it showed like the title cards, like remember I was. Oh like, yeah, was that was like the that was the new one. Memphis in 19 whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like part of the environment. Yeah, it did that a lot. Um, it was the new one for sure. Okay, uh, which is fine. You know, and I, I liked how there's that one scene where he's walking down Bill Street after he's already famous. Um, and it's like this like r- mashup of like hip hop music with Elvis's songs, and it's really, mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. So I like those parts of it a lot as far as the stylization goes. It is just very heavy handed. Yeah. Which might not be for everybody. Uh, might not. So, like, um, the director for this film, Baz Lurman. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce it? Lurman? I don't know. It looks. Baz, let's call him Baz. He's done. He's done all kinds of stuff. None of it has been for me, other than the the Romeo and Juliet that he did. I thought it was pretty good. Which, which one was that? Was that like a long, long time ago? Was it the one with? Um, it had like Leo in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like modern day Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. but it's like that is cool because it keeps the script the same. It's the same screenplay as Shakespeare's, yeah. but it's like modern. It was style. Leo and uh, Claire Danes. Yes. I, uh, I I d- I dug that film and. You know the other. Did you like Great Gatsby? No. Really? Really. I haven't seen it since it came out, so it's been a long time. I can't remember. Okay. But I remember it being very much like this over the top. 
mm-hmm. which Elvis is sort of a larger than life character. Well, sure, yeah, you know. Um, and I didn't mind like the the super elaborate title card that came in, like Elvis, and it was like all the elaborate yeah. stuff because that's that was that's Elvis. That's very much Elvis, yeah. Right, that's great. Mm-hmm. It was the the chaotic pacing. Yeah, really threw me off. Do you know well, what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I wonder if that was intentional like, to make it feel like a whirlwind, like it was. For yeah, him. Maybe, maybe, but just didn't have that. Didn't have a positive. Well, okay, there. but there are certain points where it's not like a whirlwind of like rising to fame. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me give, let me paint a picture for you. Yeah, do it. Uh, Elvis is in Tupelo. He's young, and he's like looking into this little like blues house, right? And they're With dancing. Gary Clark Jr. in there, yeah. Gary Clark Jr. is playing the guitar and they're dancing and they're having a good time and then he runs over to the like revival tent Mm -hmm. right and then it shows like the revival tent and it has like this montage with gary clark jr in the like building and they're both doing things and they're sort of like syncing up the songs Mm -hmm. it like goes back and forth and back and forth meanwhile you got elvis like looking up in the sky like doing this thing and it's like this four minute long thing it just felt very chaotic. And the fact that it was going back and forth, they could have done that once, and it would have been very obvious to me that it's like, oh, okay, he draws influences from from both gospel and like blues, blues right? Yeah. But it's like they go back and forth and back and forth. Elvis, back, forth, back, Elvis. It felt and like they it do was it a lot, actually. A lot. Like towards the end of the movie, like that They're all doing comes the, back into play. Right. Um <laughs> I just was <laughs> Yeah. It just kinda took me out of it. I was like, Okay, I get it. Okay, I yeah. get it, you know. Well, there's a. I mean, this is a three-hour film. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying there's a, that there's anything wrong with that. Like, I love Interstellar, mm-hmm. three-hour film. I love the Batman, but, three-hour film. But neither of those movies do this, where it's like true. It's not like they, especially the Batman. The Batman, you got to keep up. Yeah. It's expected that you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's not like they give you. Like, where's Rachel? She's over there. And then, like, two seconds later, oh, by the way, Rachel's over there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Rachel's over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It felt and, like they were just, yeah. like, redoing things. Yeah. And I and I think I kind of get what, like, the idea. Of, like, so when he, we're, we're jumping around, I know, but when he goes back, he, when he's in Vegas and he has this big band show, mm-hmm. um, and he's kind of, I think it's him getting. His residency? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically. Um, it's him getting back to his roots, right? Yeah. Like, so I guess that's why that comes up again to show I'm like, okay. But I think maybe a more subtle, like, call back the melody or whatever mm-hmm. c- could have done that just fine instead of being like, wham. Right. I get that. I get that. But again, this is... There's the, a lot of wham. Yeah. Where it's like, look at this thing. So, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you're good, you. You're good. But um, I feel like a film that does things subtly and, you know, like puts yep. things out there for you to notice but does it subtly, wouldn't have a shot where you have Elvis clearly in focus and then like it clearly takes him out of focus and like clearly focuses on this poster that says geek. Oh. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You see how obvious that was? And you leaned over to me and you were like, did you see the poster that said geek? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't mean it like that. focused in on it for like three seconds. You were, you were, it was like, hey, look at this. No, yeah, yeah. Um, you see what I'm saying? And there was yes. like so much like, hey, look at this. And yeah. it, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes it can be done in a cool way. But when it's done so often and when it's done like repeatedly with the same thing, yeah. it feels <laughs> it feels kind of like condescending to the viewer, I guess. Yeah, yeah I can get that. 
So, um, and when I asked that, I didn't mean it in the sense of like, did you see it? Mm-hmm. I meant it, and just like, it's like, if I had not seen Nightmare Alley, I wouldn't know what a geek was. Right. So I, that's I, fair. I'm sure like somebody like maybe Chase or Hannah, maybe they didn't know like, yeah, what is a geek? But in reality, Elvis is the geek of this movie, mm-hmm. and Tom Parker is making him. Sorry, I gave you a name. Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Sorry. Shit. Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine is, is um. Is the is the carnival leader who is he's the snowman right he who is mm-hmm. uh, giving out snow jobs left and right. <laughs> I heard you crack up there. That well, when he's talking about snow jobs, like, I'm, let's I'm get another snow, snow job, job. <laughs> with his accent. Um, oh yes, my boy. Let me give you a snow job. <laughs> um, but I think that's a really interesting uh, portrayal of it about how Elvis is viewed, mm-hmm. you know, as the king of rock and roll, right? Um, yeah. And how he was, and this is this is a uh, you know common theme in just fame in general and kind of what that brings, but especially I was telling my parents just uh, the other day because I saw him, but back in like the fifties and sixties, man, record contracts were like the wild west. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, there are stories of the Rolling Stones going through this, the Beatles going through this with, with their managers because they had the same manager, uh, who like they would try and like I think that's at some point they may have doesn't matter, um, where like they would. They they were broke, mm-hmm. and it's like how could that be possible? Yeah, how could that be the case? You know, when um, you're like when you're the, the in, in this case the most famous man on on earth, right? Um, it's happened more recently too. Like, yes. uh, um, I don't know if you're you, you know the band Tool, I but do know the band they Tool. had a contract dispute, and they like they literally did not release an album for like twenty years, <laughs> and then once they were released from the contract, they released the album. Yeah. I mean that's I mean I mean how look at Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It's not the whole same thing, but in the mm-hmm. idea of like, which she's reclaiming her music. She and is redoing her entire catalog, yeah. so it's hers, right? Um, and this doesn't even have to do with like master recordings or copyrights. This is just like money, you know. And he yeah. claimed half of everything. The modern manager probably gets ten to fifteen percent. Timer went off. <laughs> The cookies um, are ready. The cookies are ready. <laughs> Be right back. The modern manager probably gets ten and ten to fifteen percent, which is still a lot of, of of I I would say for for most managers it's of like of all income of all revenue of all revenue. Uh, That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Especially when a manager in today's music industry probably oh, yeah. isn't isn't managing one person. Oh no! Exactly, and that's the whole point. Is at least in modern times, unless. You're, you know, Jeff Azoff who manages Harry Styles, then you're probably set for life. Sure. Um, but, uh, and then like a business manager gets 10% of gross profits. Mm-hmm. Um, and an agent gets 10% of booking revenue. So it's not even all the same thing, but he was getting 10% of everything. Mm-hmm. And not even all managers get 10% of everything. It's, it's all negotiated. But but not only that, he was getting this, he was getting 50% of everything. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he had the audacity to bill them for like his expenses yeah for like the past 20 years yeah he started with like with booking the, him for that first show the very, like the gas for the very yeah. first show that's insane um kept it all in his book yeah man uh but um but yeah like these there are stories of these of, the, of the, these artists who mm-hmm. who are just who have nothing because um they're just kind of they become geeks. They're just like go on stage. The only thing that matters is, is that you get on stage. Um, but also, he, uh, on the same thing as money, you know, we see just the lifestyle that, that Elvis lived, and he 
was very easily swayed. At least look, it was portrayed in this film. Yeah. Um, you know, with his parents, uh, he had a very interesting relationship with his mother, um, and like what he wanted to give them. And then like it seemed like his friends or his posse would ever just lived at his house, just causing chaos, mm-hmm. spending money. Uh, when he was in the movies, they like lived in buses, like in like a camp almost, right? In the studio, and so money was constantly just being spent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just interesting, you know. It, it reminds me of like Michael Jackson, because he had to file bankruptcy, yeah, once, and it's just like how, because he he owns half the Beatles catalog too, right? And it's just like the expenses that he has to keep up to live his lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, like with the Neverland Ranch and stuff, is just astronomical. Mm-hmm. Um, Insane. This is crazy. If you made that money, would you be spending it? No. Or would you do the Shaq? I mean, and look, would you do the Shaq thing? What is the Shaq thing? Invest Shaq. It? Shaq has this. Uh, well, yeah, he invests a lot. But he has this motto. He owns Domino's and McDonald's. He, he owns all kinds. I mean, he has ownership stakes in. He owns the Krispy Kreme on Ponce mm-hmm. that got burned down. The one that's burned down like two yeah. or three times. Yeah, they're gonna put a, a museum there apparently. Oh, cool. Supposedly, that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So he has this this um I guess system. Mm-hmm. I think someone in his life told yeah. him this when he was young. Like maybe when it was when he was just going to the NBA. He said, Whatever you have, take half of it, put it in the bank. Yeah. What you have left, that fifty percent, take half of that and put it in the bank. Yeah. That twenty five percent, do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But that seventy five percent is what's gonna, you know. Or it's like uh Gronk. Gronk mm-hmm. uh He's never spent a penny of his NBA, NBA, NFL salary. Yeah. The money that he spent was all endorsements, that kind of stuff. But his NFL salary, he saved all of it. It's insane. And so it's just interesting, but it's it's sad because it's a very real thing when like I'd at least buy a super yacht. Super. I mean, he he probably could have anyway with his with his endorsements and stuff. That's true. Um, It was a joke. His super yachts are super expensive. I, I would believe it. Anyway. Um, it's it's sad because you see people like latch on to Elvis. Quite literally. You know? What do you mean? Like when he's on stage they're latching oh, yeah, yeah. they're latching on to so him. So let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about the 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 cultural impact that he had and the mm-hmm. reactions. Um Do you think there were people screaming at his first show? I don't know. And I and I do wonder I guess how do you portray that in a movie? You know. I guess yeah. Well, yeah. Because but I it guess didn't, it didn't look pleasant. <laughs> no. It looked painful. Horrifying. Yeah, it looked very strange. There were women like l- looking like they did not want to scream, yeah. but they were screaming. But it's interesting because Tom, give me a name. Oh fuck! I, got, <laughs> I need to have the list up. Uh, Tito Puente. <laughs> <laughs> so Tito Puente. Uh, TP. Uh, he says something a few times in the beginning where he's like... Tito Puente was born on 420. <laughs> he was talking about the carnival and doing snow jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you you make people feel something yeah. that they're not entirely sure they should be okay with feeling. And he was saying that's what Elvis did for, I, I guess, women mm-hmm. in this film. Um, but yeah, they like have these like... like Restrained screams that just pop out when he starts yeah. shaking his hips and moving and stuff. Um, I guess he did have a single out then, didn't he? So he did. He did. He was. Uh, That's all right, Mama. Mm-hmm. That's all right with me. Um, Fun fact. Yeah. In the movie, they showed that single in a white sunray p- printed paper sleeve. 
Mm-hmm. But those sleeves didn't come out until four years after that point in the movie. The movie's trash then. Um, <laughs> at that point in time, they're using plain brown paper sleeves. Amazing. So, can you believe that? Unbelievable. They they overlooked it. It's a joke. It's a joke. Anyway, um, uh, I you know, leaned over to Hannah and I was saying I was like, this is really what it was. I was like people, I mean, you saw Hank Snowman or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Uh, this like concerts then were very, like, proper, sort of. I mean, the outlaw of the time was, like, Hank Williams. You know, and by today's standards is a very, like, tame, just country, you know, singer. Um, And there comes out this this dude, he said he had, like, makeup on and, like, the pink suit and starts, like, shaking around and stuff. And people did not know, like, what to do about it. Not only that, but that he was a white guy singing those kind of songs. Mm-hmm. Sun Records was known to do black artists, to get black artists out there, uh, which they stated in the movie, like, wasn't going to make him any money. Right. Um, and then this white boy comes along and starts singing it. And so he, which leads back to his upbringing and his roots in uh, Beale Street and Memphis, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's really close with B.B. King in this movie. We see Little Richard at the Club Handy or whatever. Yeah. Um, kind of scene where he gets his, his inspiration uh, and it's fascinating because it's like it was viewed as like I mean I think somebody even said that it broke segregation laws at the time. Yeah, well they were yeah was saying like because it was influenced by by culture it's against the law. Mm-hmm. It's just fascinating. It's crazy to me that that's. I don't. I mean I guess I kind of get it in this, but I'm trying to think of like wh- who would that be now? Like who has been so shocking that it's been like she needs to go to jail. He needs to go to prison for that. Um, there was a big outcry after WAP came out. Oh my God! Maybe not to that extent, but that's ridiculous. That's just because usually it's the other way around, and right, men are fragile. Well, yeah, but I guess to that same same thing, where it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to get political on on here, but but it's like when the when when the establishment, let's say that, mm-hmm. isn't comfortable with something being called out or being brought forth that's like not traditional, if you will. Yeah. There's this 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 uh, outcry. Sure. You know, but it was also a different time. Or covert operations against people. Yeah. What? If the establishment's not okay with something that someone's saying or doing. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, um, I am gonna get. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's fair. Totally fair. But I think it's 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 also a different time. And then I'll shut up. Is uh, we live in a time now where anybody can become famous at any moment because of social media, TikTok, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. You can do something really stupid and then all of a sudden you're hot shit um but this was a time when people could become mega famous yeah in an instant you know if you had a song that got pushed in the right way then you were everywhere all of a sudden mm-hmm. you know it said happened with the beatles with the stones more so the beatles because the beatles were you know the beatles kind of started the british invasion um michael jackson was one of those well, the british invaded hundreds of years oh my god shut up before that shut up <laughs> but we have this this time where like it was when we said don't shoot until you can was, see the oh my god <laughs> I know I know I'm talking about the music British Lex Luthor what the red coat <laughs> the red capes are coming yes you know anyway Batman Batman V Superman <laughs> um 
but yeah, no, I just think it's I think it's really because it's this massive. Like there's clips if you go back and look at like the the Beatles first show in, in the U.S. at Shea Stadium, they had to like sh- put people out on stretchers and take them out of the stadium because people would pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it showed like these girls for Elvis who, I mean they're scre- I mean like freak out. Yeah, it's just like I've seen videos. Of, I was like, surprised he didn't get his arms ripped off like in the first concert the way yeah. that they were. But it's like I've seen videos out. I want to say maybe it's the only one I can think of now that's like that. It's probably Harry Styles or like One Direction where it's mm-hmm. like people are just bawling. Or maybe Bieber when Bieber was, was at, at at his peak, you know. Yeah. Um, he hasn't peaked yet. No, I know, but I'm saying like of his like, of, of his like. <laughs> He's probably peaked. Of his like adolescence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because there's like a, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a tween sensation where it's like you can be yeah. big with the kids and, um, and he's since matured out of that pretty sure. gracefully, but, um, this is just like Aaron Carter. You're not wrong, actually. Backstreet Boys. What, what do you mean? Sync. What do you mean you're not wrong? Aaron Carter, actually, it's, it's he's forgotten about. I guess because <laughs> that's how I beat Shaq. Boom. Boom. I like Andy. Put it in the hoop like slams. <laughs> I used to love Aaron Carter. Me too. Um, I used to listen to Aaron Carter while sitting in a bubble bath. <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds lovely. I had a little like, like. CD player with a speaker on it, yep. you know. I used to dress like Aaron Carter. I had a leather vest and did you bleached hair? You you bleached your hair? Yeah, dude, See, I didn't like, have to. From like second grade to like fifth grade, I, I was had, naturally. I had bleached hair. Yeah, yeah, man. I knew all the songs. Mm-hmm. I had like one of those like American flag button downs that he wore on one of his yeah. videos. Mm-hmm. I was hot shit. I went to his concert. When I was Do like, you think people? Try to emulate like the the yodeling kid now. Like I'm trying to think of like a, <laughs> a like a <laughs> like a child star right now. Well, there was that guy who had like a hundred thousand dollars worth of plastic surgery to look like Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, he like that's true. I'll never forget this. I read. I was like, oh my god, where he like had like a hair surgeon remove his hair from his head, like all of it, reinsert it. To change the natural direction of his hair. Mm. I'm not kidding. It sounds painful. I mean, a hair transplant is painful anyway, but that's insane. Well, you're transplanting your own hair, right? No, I know. I mean, a hair transplant <laughs> is your own hair. Okay. <laughs> what do they use? Do they use like butt hair? Like <laughs> no, no, no. I I can tell you they use yeah. the the back and sides because the follicles don't like that doesn't fall out. They take that. Mm. So there is a point. So they can take. Like, from the root, and then put it up here. Yes. Okay. Now there is a point. If you're so bald, mm-hmm. they're like, we, you, you, we, you can't. We need to use your butt hair. That's what they say. Okay. I guess you could. That'd be kind of strange. That'd be strange. Anyway, um, could they use someone else's hair? Theoretically, maybe. Why do you want my hair? No. I'll take some of yours. Okay. <laughs> really weird blonde part, just mm-hmm. like. Just like a line. Just like one line, yeah. Anyway, movie. Um, I don't know. You say something. <laughs> you could grow it out, and <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like. Uh, um, Where is this going? I'm thinking of. <laughs> it doesn't need to go there. What are you let's thinking just, of? Let's just move on. I'm thinking of like. Uh, um, um, I can't think. I can't think. <laughs> okay. I can see this creature in my mind. And then you're standing next to this creature, and I can't think of the creature's name. Frankenstein. Oh, oh, I got you. And the yeah. chick that's, that's yeah. Frankenstein with the yeah, white yeah. hair. Gotcha. And then I'd be like, it's the monster mash. They do the mash. 
It's a graveyard smash. A monster mash. <laughs> Get on in a flash. They do the mash. It was the monster mash. This is what happens when you let me talk, is we Sorry. don't talk about the movie. Well, I just want to know what you think. Like, I, um, was that interesting to you? I mean, like, uh, that was fascinating to me, kind of watching that happen, because it's such, a, I guess, being in music, too, it's such a different circuit now. Mm-hmm. He was playing, like, carnivals. It was really strange, yeah. like, how, but he was a superstar, you know? Yeah. Well, was he, he wasn't a, a he was a star, yeah. like a local star. He didn't become a superstar until they signed with um, RCA. RCA, um, and even RCA was like, "What? What have we done?" When he was like recording, yeah. No one. That's one thing that's different about the industry today. I think mm-hmm. is that no one believed in him while he was doing. Maybe not no one, but like a lot of people were like, "What? What is this? What's going on?" Yeah. Meanwhile the masses were going crazy for him, right? That is so, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But, like, now it's, like, people will just seek people out that they can market and that will appeal to the masses. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's interesting because now if you you had the kind of heat that Elvis had, Mm -hmm. you get your choice to deal in a heartbeat. Right. That's right. You wouldn't get, like... I mean, you could dictate the terms. Yes. Like, no, look... You you could say this is how the industry's changed. If I had that, if that was selling out, all you need to okay, do is so like gyrate your Volpec. your hips. I should do that. Volpec, yeah. Volpec is one of the only bands that I've ever heard of, and mm-hmm. I think in history with self managed and self released and sold out Madison Square Garden. Yeah, one of the only bands to ever do that. If they got an offer for a deal, which they probably have some sort of distro deal, they probably don't even need a label at this point. They could do whatever they wanted and say, mm-hmm. we're going to do, this is the deal that, that we want. If you want us, this is what it has to be. Mm-hmm. Because they've proven that they can sell tickets. But to your point, in this time, Elvis is on the radio and everywhere. Yep. His record's selling like hotcakes. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the audiences are going nuts. And you're right, the labels are like, what uh, is this? I don't know about this. This is, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. It's just such a different. It's such a different time. It's interesting that it was like almost like this delicacy mm-hmm. instead of like a true artistry. It was like here's the proper way. Songs that they sang were like standards, mm-hmm. you know. Like even throughout like the Beatles times, you know, Hendrix and Bob Dylan, they all played each other songs. It was very common. Right. Like, oh, Beatles put out this song in May, but Hendrix cut it in August. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like only. Only him and give me a name. Only him and uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Only him and Teddy Pendergrass <laughs> kind of believed in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But only because he was kind of shady. You know what I'm saying? Like he knew the like the the trick to it. Mm-hmm. Make them feel something that they sort of shouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I want to go back to that first concert yeah. yep. because it is funny to me how he's like, why do they like me so much? And they're like, move your hips more. And then he just like goes out there and does it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, it's, it's clear to me that that's probably not how it went down. Yeah. Right? But. Um, and, and I do wonder like how long it took um, for it to like catch on, you know? What, anyway, him, him moving? Well, like the screaming and that like, like when did it really become like what it was you know Mm -hmm. was it like literally that first time do you notice that because 
because Austin Butler's uh, Elvis had like eyeliner, they gave like <laughs> child Elvis eyeliner. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. That's <laughs> funny. That is funny. Um, oh goodness. Well, before we, because we're um, we're already at like forty five minutes. Uh, we can kind of skip ahead. So he goes off to the to war. He meets Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Um, which West is Germany. interesting. I didn't realize. Which maybe it was just because he got drafted, but uh, it was such an uproar that they wanted to, to like throw him in prison. Yeah, and that was a way to like kind of keep him out of jail was for him to go to to Germany. Fun <laughs> fact: my grandpa was stationed in Germany the same time that he was. Oh, really? And he had a chance to meet him, but apparently, like the some other guys were like grilling steaks. <laughs> And he was like, steaks. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to go eat a steak. Steaks. So. Um, but then he comes back, he does some movies. Mm-hmm. And we kind of skip to like, was it was like the late 60s, early 70s maybe. Um, Somewhere in there. And he is, because he talks about how he he really wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Um, and well, he's, he w- he's already almost washed up. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the this stretch of like the 70s Elvis? We're talking before he does the revival, like the the international, the sixty-eight, because it was sixty-eight when he did the the special, right? I think so. Um, that like jump started his career back because he was like, "I'm gonna be Elvis again. I'm not gonna do this Christmas sweater bullshit." Yeah, and he did the because he did the um, the protest song after the assassination of Robert Kennedy, right? Yep. yep. Um. I thought it was interesting how, sorry, I know this isn't answering your question at all, but I thought it was interesting how they, like, how quickly they passed over the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. I thought that was going to be a bigger part of the film. And, I mean, the impact of Martin Luther King and of Memphis Mm -hmm. and these areas is is clear in this film, but they just passed over it really quick. Like, in the previews, they, they talk about Martin Luther King Jr., and then they have the line where um, um, Trevor Peacock says, uh, it has nothing to do with us. And, El- and Elvis says, it has everything to do with us. You know, <laughs> But in the film, that's, that doesn't even have to do, it has nothing to do with Martin Luther King Jr. It's actually about Robert Kennedy is when, when they have that exchange. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that was just interesting to me that it, it was sort of, it felt like it was um, passed over. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And meanwhile, we have all these montages and we have the, this like, there was one of the songs during the residency that went on for like seven minutes and it was just like him performing on stage, just like singing the song. Was it in front of the big Elvis sign? Maybe. When he's like in the white suit and he's yeah. like, yeah, and that's the big protest song, which that was his like, he's back moment. Yeah, um, but it was, what I'm saying is that scene was extremely long and then the scene that was about like Martin Luther King Jr. was very short. It felt like it was just like him sad on a bus and then I don't yeah. I don't know I don't know yeah. maybe maybe I have bad takes I can have bad takes right yeah the worst takes man um no I think all of that was really um interesting in the sense of like you said it's sort of like brushed over where it's like it did it did sometimes feel like it was including those things just to include it you know what I mean? But it didn't actually want to. But it, but it didn't really know how address maybe it. Maybe not want to, but didn't really know how to. Yeah. Um. And his song, I think that his song was, um, was that uh, um, protest song that was like a um, what's it called? 
a, like a response to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so actually on that same note of like Kennedy and stuff, and this would kind of kind of start touching on to like the innate downfall of biopics is that that's not all true. Yeah. So during the the comeback special in '68, right, mm-hmm. which is when he did the the big white suit number, which was the protest song. Yeah. Um, according to what I'm reading here, um, the way that this is shown is completely fictionalized. Okay. So it's shown in the film as like um, a Christmas special that like they trick the colonel into thinking that it was like, oh yeah, we're going to do Christmas songs and then he actually doesn't. Um, one, that isn't how it happened. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do a Christmas special, but Elvis said no, and he just did his own thing. Right. So it was filmed in like June, right? Yeah, and so that was like from the get go. Mm-hmm. He told the Colonel no. Um, the meeting at the Hollywood sign didn't happen like that with the dude from Stranger Things, Billy. Billy. Um, that was just they just connected. Um, but also, Bobby Kennedy didn't die during the taping of the show either so they blended um see i'm reading that it was filmed when he like he was killed while they were filming it but it didn't release until december but it was not a christmas special where are you reading that imdb yeah like in 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 the movie yes no 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 no. this is uh, a list of uh incorrect things in the movie and it's saying that uh in real life, the 68 comeback special was filmed in mid to late June 1968 when Robert Kennedy was killed, but it didn't release until December 3rd. But it was not okay. Not a Christmas special. Well, mid to late June, Robert Kennedy was killed on June 6th. Okay. So he was killed right before it. Okay. But like, so to your point, um, it wasn't like they were filming it and then he was killed and then overnight he wrote the song that was like a response. So, uh, but I also took that as sort of a way of like, Robert Kennedy's death, com- like, c- compounded with um, MLK's death mm-hmm. was, like, the th- reason he wrote that song. It just so happened, because that's the same year, I believe. Um, but it's just it, that just goes to show you kind of how they'll portray that, you know, yeah. to, like, spice up the the drama. Are there anything else? Let me see. If I, I want to kind of see, um, here we go, everything that they get wrong about the movie. Because um, I, I always find this interesting. Well, more? so some some of these things might have been just like, so like uh, uh, there was a scene in early in the movie. It was 1997, and it showed the International Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it changed to the Las Vegas Hilton in 1972. But they might have just not wanted to change the name because like trademark infringement. I don't know. Well, uh, also if they showed the Las Vegas Hilton. People would be like, in, what the, it, in yeah. the very first scene, and then go back to the, to the international and be like, "What?" Yeah, uh, while they're going to Club Handy, um, there's a '58 Chevy parked there, but the it, it didn't exist yet uh, <laughs> at that part, point in the film. I don't know if you care about stuff like that. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, I want to see famous. Uh, there's a, in the 1997 scene also. So this is two mess ups in the same scene. Oh, uh, wow. There's an ad for Star Trek: The Experience. Uh, but that didn't come out until 1998, so... 1998? Uh, yeah. 
It was a 1997. Oh, okay. I thought, scene. I thought you said like 60s or no, 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 no. Um, well, that, I mean, that just goes to, to, uh, to, to show you that a lot of this is, is changed. I wonder, did he, um, did he fire? Uh, give me your name. Did he fire uh, Tommy Pistol on stage? I'm trying to read this. I don't know. Uh, I don't think he does. Uh, no, it says that it never happened. Um, this says that this scene was actually inspired by. Um, he see he did on stage, sort of trash talk, uh, the owner Baron mm-hmm. Hilton because at the time it was Hilton, uh, and then that caused a shouting match with Colonel Parker, backstage. Yeah. No. So, like, that was a huge moment of film that never happened. Um. So anyway, just kind of goes to, to show, you know, that um. Biopics do kind of play play fast and loose with. They play fast and loose. Yeah. Which uh, is fine. You kind of um, have to know that going in. Like, uh, I'm reading that, um, the film gives the impression that that um Tommy Pistol tried to neuter, uh. Elvis's like persona, you know, when he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we need a family-friendly Elvis." Yeah. Uh, when in reality, um, he welcomed any and all publicity. Any publicity is good publicity, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and the army stint was to give him a more family-friendly image, but for the purpose of career longevity. Apparently, they didn't yeah. think rock and roll would last. They were wrong. Gotcha. Rock and roll will never die. Um, but it is true that he never played outside the U.S., which is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's we, it's been like fifty-five minutes. So, um, this is, I mean, this is a three-hour film. We don't even we haven't even talked about his relationship with Priscilla um, and kind of the toll that it takes on him and his family. I mean, he's really he's a, it's a sad story, man. It really mm-hmm. is a sad story. Um, and ultimately, he dies at just forty-two. But anything else that? No, I mean there's a ton of movie that we haven't talked about, but it's a, it's a lot of movie. Overall, I think it's pretty well done though. I always thought that I didn't always think, but there was this this myth that Elvis died of constipation. Did you ever hear that? That he died on the toilet. Yeah, died yeah. on the toilet. I thought he did. Maybe he did. Let's find out. But they said heart attack. Yeah, I, I don't think he died like trying to poop. I'm just saying like. Well, if he died on the toilet, then Elvis what was he doing? <laughs> if not trying to poop. Die. On the pot. <laughs> uh, Why was there no... He did. He, f- I mean, he fell off the toilet, but he was on the toilet. So he was trying to poop. I guess. So you were wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. He died of a heart attack on the toilet, but not directly from the drug, but from a physical condition called... That's fine. This is from Cora. Ah, uh, where is it? You ever had a poop so serious <laughs> that you thought that you were going to have a heart attack? No. Uh, he was found by his girlfriend, Ginger Alden, lying on the floor in the, in the uh, master suite bathroom. Mm. He was pronounced dead at 3.30 p.m. Uh, it says that he had heart failure, cardiac incident. It was long-standing drug abuse. Um. Okay, so there are some um, opinions that he died of 
not died of constipation, but I mean, I guess died of, it's called a Valsala maneuver, a vagus nerve reflex that caused like that basically caused a cardiac incident, but it was caused due to like the longstanding drug use that he had. Okay. Nothing else to add about his death. I'm looking up what a Valsalva maneuver is. What is it? And it's a forceful attempt of exhalation against a closed airway, usually done by closing one's mouth and pinching one's nose while expelling air out as if blowing up a balloon. So how could that possibly (laughs) have happened? I don't know. But the underlying issue, I think, was caused. I mean, he was in terrible health at the end of his his yeah, life. yeah. Um, anyway, that's loud as hell. <laughs> that TV. I don't know what what they're watching. Sounds like they're watching like uh, Dunkirk or something. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so uh, I guess because of my episode, you have to you have to ask me a very serious question. Oh, uh, very very serious. Hunter. Question. Yes. Sorry. But is Elvis good? Um, you know, I'll say it's good. Okay. It's very stylized, but it's good. Mm-hmm. If it's your style, then yeah. Yeah. Music's good too. Cool. Cool. He's a good singer. Good, cool. good, good, good performer. Do you want to ask me the question? Zach, do you think uh, Elvis is good? Yeah, it's good. I, I have a lot of gripes with it. I feel like I complain about it the whole time. But the story of Elvis itself can 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 carry it despite the flaws that I see in, in the film. Yeah, it's good. It's a good film. I'd give it like a like a low 80s. 82. Really? 82. You gave it higher than Rotten Tomatoes. Really? What did they give it? It's at 78. Okay, well... Shoot, I gave it lower than the uh, the audience score though. Which is what? Like ninety four or something like that. Really? Yeah. Let me hold on. on I don't think it's that high. Rotten Tomatoes. Elvis. Elvis Presley. Elvis is at ninety four percent. Oh wow. Audience score, based on f- over five thousand reviews. Five thousand. Uh, speaking of reviews, Zach, do you know what time it is? It's time for every movie. Sucks. Every movie. Da, da. Every movie. Yeah, yeah. Every movie. Yeah. Every movie. Yeah. Every yeah. movie sucks. Every yeah. movie. Yeah. Every movie sucks. Somebody hates the movie that you love. So I'll start off. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> says half star. Not going to watch. It's poop. I've been new. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been noon. <laughs> what? Um, Here's one for real, actually. Sorry, this is from Mikey Mo. Can I can I do fine? One? Go. Uh, PM says uh, kudos to Austin Butler and Tom Hanks for their valiant effort to portray Elvis and Tom Parker in spite of the god awful directing of Baz Luhrmann. Both actors delivered with great success, but it was unfortunate they were saddled with the hyperactivity of spinning cameras and out of breath clip editing. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> they could have cut thirty minutes from the runtime as well. I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's a two star film, but you're right, PM. Here's a couple, all right? This is from Staz. This is all caps, and it's uh, it's all wait, it's all caps, and it's bolded. I'm not going to yell it. Just pretend like I'm yelling. Mm-hmm. This is the worst fucking movie ever made. I want to pat, punch Bax Lerman in the nuts, and then it has... Bax? It says Bax. And then it has a fist and a nut emoji. <laughs> so he's really pissed. And this one says it's very long, but I'm not going to read. Are we not switching off? Fine, go you ahead. Just, go you go can't ahead, just like read three in I'm a row. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Man, I'm I mean, come on. Leon says, this is a one-star review, I thought the movie did a very poor job of presenting rich story of both the greatness of Elvis and the darker side of his real-life story. The film editing cuts and general trappiness wasn't useful. 
Also, the way Colonel Sanders' storyline was presented didn't help. Elvis and his story deserves a much better presentation than this. So, how many stars is that? One. Mm. Um, half star. <laughs> this is, this is, Are you this trying is. to one up me? Oh, how many stars well, no, was that? It was a one star. No, no, no. I have a half that star. Seem, no, but that's worded in a way that seems logical and like understanding. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe three stars. No. Okay. Anyway, um, this is kind of long, so bear with me. This is from Nick Riz. Yeah. I never thought I would say this about a film, but this is actually worse than Morbius. Oh no. <laughs> Tom Hanks sounds terrible in this movie. And the amount of times he said Elvis Presley made me wish I was deaf. There were so many jump cuts, each one insanely distracting. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very valid complaint. Mm-hmm. The movie was was overall just so hard to follow. I actually ended up walking out before it was over. There were songs played during scenes of the movie that were completely out of the movie movie era, and it felt so out of place to me. Also, the movie the movie pitching Elvis as some sort of saint who ended who ended racism is so wildly wildly in, inaccurate. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Biopics aren't usually great, but if you can ruin Tom Hanks, that's saying something. Quite possibly the worst movie I have seen and were and ever will see. Uh, I I can I, I have a couple of things I'd like to respond to. Okay, this is the first movie that I've been like, ah, Tom. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I haven't seen a movie that I didn't like Tom Hanks in until I saw this. Now th- there have been movies that Tom Hanks been in that I didn't want to see. Yeah. Right, but um, another thing I I wanted to point out. Uh, I agreed a lot with what they said, but I can never respect a movie review if the person didn't finish the movie. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I got one more after you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. R says, Blasphemy, terrible movie. It was more, ab- more about Colonel Parker. If I had to listen to Hanks talk about playing Christmas song, I felt like throwing my $20 Coke at the screen. My <laughs> wife feels the same. The older man who grew up with Elvis music and movies I know have left with bad taste in mouth. Leave Elvis alone. <laughs> I think that's not good at typing. No. One star. This is from Yara Melky. <laughs> half star. I'm not a Melky. This this half star is for the Bob Nap I took during this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can you reread that? This half star is for the Bob nap I took during this shit show. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Got any more? Um, here's a f- one star review that says movie of the year. <laughs> one star review. <laughs> one star review. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I think <laughs> half star says shit myself. <laughs> what does that even mean? That'd be a five star for me if I shit myself. This is half star. I haven't even finished it yet. This, this movie is 159 minutes too long. <laughs> oh my two God. hours. <laughs> Shut your hound dog ass up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my anyway, goodness. okay. There you go. Uh, any other ones? Mm-mm. There you go. Everybody sucks. Somebody hates the movie you love. Hey, Braves one. Um. Cool, I guess it's uh, Shindig's Shindig mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I was going to try to look up some more news, but I don't really have much this week. I only have like three things. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to actually add one. And I pull it back up here. Can you give me a quick theme song real fast, please? It's time for the news. Movie news, movie news. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, real quick. Uh, this one is kind of uh, big, I guess. Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. who we know from Black Panther and from 
uh, Jesus and the Black Messiah will not be returning for Black Panther 2. Okay. And he plays Wakabi. Very interesting. Because he originally said that he was. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Um, Adam Scott has joined the cast of Madam Web, which again, I think is going to be terrible because it's a Sony Spider-Man property. Uh, and then I saw a, a, a film today called Where Called I'd Say, which I actually quite enjoyed, even though the, the, the reviews are not that great, but I actually had a good little time watching it. Mm-hmm. But during that, uh, I saw a preview for a film called Amsterdam that I've never heard of. You never, you haven't heard of Amsterdam? No, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Oh, um, it's all over film Twitter. And dude, this cast is nuts. Yeah. Listen to this. Christian Bale, yep. Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Chris Rock, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant. So you haven't seen the trailer? I saw it for the first time today. Okay. Andrea Riseborough, Taylor Swift, yep. Matthias Schoenartz, I'm trying to say that, Alessandro Nivola, Rami uh, Malik and Robert De Niro. Good God, dude. That's amazing. Mm. So I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. I also saw, you were talking about um, the Crawdad movie. I yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to. No, you're fine. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing. Where the Crawdads Sing. I also watched quite a film recently. Ah, yes. I watched with my, my niece. Yes. We watched Zombies 3. <laughs> it's on Disney+. Plus. Good Lord. <laughs> Amazing, great. A film that needs to be experienced. All right, I have to watch it. Yeah, you should watch uh, it with. Because I, I you saw watch the, it with Hannah. I saw the the thumbnail for it. I'm just yeah. this morning. Um, it's got, and then it's got zombies. It's got werewolves. It's got aliens. You can tell what everyone is based on the color of their hair. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So if you see someone with like ooh with dark hair with like a light streak through it, like you were gonna get my hair transplanted, mm-hmm. they're a werewolf. That is a werewolf. If wow. you see someone with blue, blue hair, they're an alien. How about zombies? Green hair. Why? Don't question the lore of <laughs> Zombies 3. <laughs> you have to watch Zombies 1 and 2 to understand. Okay, got you. Uh, and then last, happy 80th birthday to Harrison Ford. Mm. Happy 80 birthday. years old, and he's got Indiana Jones coming out. Happy birthday, awesome. Harrison. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, you got any uh, Braves, Braves, Braves news? Well, hold on. What was that? What was that trailer we watched? Oh, Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling? Yeah, that with Harry Styles and Chris Pine and mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch all the things with Florence Pugh in it. Yeah. I want to watch Midsommar. I've heard that's crazy. Can dude. we review Midsommar next yeah, month? Yeah, sure. I've, I've actually heard, I've heard it's nuts, man. I've heard it's like yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it on the list. Mid-summer. I'm gonna start doing polls on Instagram and be like, "Which movie should we do?" Would you rather us do Midsummer or Minions? <laughs> <laughs> but we can't do that because everyone's gonna vote Minions just to be <laughs> funny. We'll have to go in suits or whatever. Um, anyway, that's all I got. So you got a Braves minute. Braves minute. So the Braves <sighs> lost the series against the Mets. And of course. Boo! But we've won all the games since then. Three in a three, row. Three in a row. We're gonna be four in a row tomorrow. Then we got they're off next week. What are we gonna do? I don't know, man. But we have we're gonna watch the Braves because we've got like five six now. Six. Riley got added. Yeah, Riley got added to the All Star roster. The Braves have six All Stars on the roster. Austin Riley's putting up MVP numbers. I don't care. Like yeah. he's he could he could 
He could. He could. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a thought. I wanted to talk about that <laughs> where he like puts the microphone. That's a real thing. That's I a could, real thing. I, I, I just saw a video of like yeah. Elvis doing that. Putting the microphone it's in his really mouth. Really funny. Sometimes I'll just have like a, I'll just be mid sentence and be like, oh fuck, I want to talk about <laughs> that thing, and then you know. It's too late. It's too late. Anyways, the Braves are doing well. It's a long season. Uh, the Mets have plenty of time to crash and burn. Crash and burn. <laughs> so we're just waiting for that to happen. Well, Zach, that was very brave. The bravest thing I've done all week. There you go. Lucy shot. She's doing good. It is. Um, her tumor is very big. I think she's having a little tougher time jumping now, which is very sad. Mm. Uh, but she's okay, man. She's still purring. She's eating. She's running around still. She's being so very, very sweet. So she's good. She's just snapping upstairs. Uh, and that's Whiskey Shots. Give us a theme song, please. Whiskey Shots, Whiskey Shots. That's whatever Whiskey Cat does. Meow. Cool. Next week we're doing Nope, which I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be in yep. San Francisco Monday through Friday, so I'm very excited about that. Y- are you s- you seeing it there? Or? No. I don't think it comes out until like next Friday. Okay. So are we going to see it together? You yeah, see sure. See the movie? Cool. Um yeah, guys. Uh, please like, subscribe, share, follow. Mm-hmm. Wherever you Sing get your love. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Zach, where can they find us? You can find us on Twitter at B-I-I-G podcast. Uh, you can email us at B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can speak with Hunter over on the But Is It Good podcast Instagram Not page. just me. You're back on Instagram. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have one photo of you, me, Chase, and no, it's just Jared. Oh, it was you, me, Jared, and yeah, Dave uh, Grohl. <laughs> and my profile pic is me with long hair. I do not have that long yes. hair anymore. Uh, and I do not post. Do not post, no. But you'll post a story every now and then. Every now and then. I, I taught you how to do it. <laughs> you did. I taught you how to share something. Someone <laughs> taught me how to mention people? Yep. That's yep. cool. You're learning. I'm You're learning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, say like hello. A, I feel like an old dad. I'm, I'm wearing a dad shirt today, You are very too. dad vibes today. With my pants unbuckled. <laughs> I ate too much pizza. Perfect storm. I was taking a nap like an hour before <laughs> I came over here. Like big dad you're energy more of a today. Dad than I am. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, let us know what you want. What you want us to do next month? We're going to be dropping our uh, August. We're not dropping it soon. But we're going to be planning it soon, and then we'll mm-hmm. sometime next week. Amber alert. Um, uh, I didn't get one. Mine was on. I don't know. I didn't anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Right? Yeah. We good. Yeah, go Braves. Right, go Braves, yes. All right, cool, bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're testing mics. Testing mics. I'm testing my mic. My mic is being tested. I'm testing my mic. And my mic is being tested. I'm testing my mic. And my mic is being tested.